Right now, we're in the African savanna on a beautiful, sunny summer morning, where we're witnessing a young Amazon PPC campaign in its natural habitat. This juvenile campaign is just two weeks old, newly birthed from Seller Central. You can tell this campaign has so much natural instinct with its fresh new auto-targeting ad groups. Watch closely. You can see already it's learning how to stand and grow, reporting on clicks, conversions, and ACOS. While it seems like this young campaign is healthy and strong, in its youth, it's extremely vulnerable and unprotected from lurking predators. Michael, look! On the horizon, a herd of fierce, irrelevant search queries are approaching. Ah, yes, Stephen. While these queries are dangerous, they don't attack like a lion or a jaguar. Instead, they are parasitic, slowly debilitating an Amazon campaign by draining its ad spend budget to death with low conversion rates. This poor young campaign, defenseless and completely unaware of the encroaching danger. Oh no! The predators have descended upon the campaign! And look! Here comes, galloping in the distance, a search term with 75 clicks and no conversions. This is surely the end of this young campaign. Ah! What's this? Suddenly appearing out of the brush! It's a fully grown ad badger charging in! He's coming to save the campaign! And completely upgrading the campaign with new bid optimizations. Michael! The ad badger is completely pulverizing the vicious, unprofitable search terms. The ad badger has proven himself victorious once again, and he will go on to fight and defend more Amazon campaigns here in the savannah for many years to come. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven from Ad Badger, and you are listening to the AMZ PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. And you guys can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. What's going on, Badger Nation? It is great to have you back on the show. I hope everybody out there is had a, has had a fantastic Thanksgiving and that we are rolling into December full speed ahead. Steven, my co-host, my friend, my fellow Badger, how are you doing? Doing well. Um, really excited for uh, what December holds for us. Um, we at Ad Badger are pulling on our first uh, new hire of December and slash of the new year. So excited about that. And uh, it's going to, it's going to be a good time. Steven, you've been doing a lot of surfing and off-roading lately. You're turning into quite the Californian. Yeah. I've never been super outdoorsy, but I uh, just bought a forerunner. So anyone who owns a forerunner out there knows that we are a cult of forerunner owners. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's fun, man. It's, it's fun just getting dirty. It's, it's raining in California a lot lately. So that's that's new too. Right, crashing into these puddles is a lot more fun than just crashing into a, a dirt pit. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, I also want to give a big shout out to this new Apple podcast iTunes review sent in by, uh, actually like this review, like we were legitimately laughing. So thank you so much, Sniper2156. I'm going to read the whole thing. Best Amazon PPC info out there. Thank you. Uh, I'm a longtime PPCer, so 98% of info out there is useless and too basic. You know, I, as a side note, I am kind of basic, but in the right way. Uh, <laughs> this info is really good and on the cutting edge. And this is my favorite part. My one complaint 
is that the intro is too short. Be brave. Go for the full five-minute intro. Just kidding, guys, but I still love you. Um, thank you so much, Sniper2056. We joke about uh, maybe one day we'll play a prank on everyone, upload a 20-minute podcast, but it's all intro. It's yeah. like 25 minutes. It's, a, it's, actually, it's actually a badger bite with 15 minutes of intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So the content will be one minute long, and then the intro will be 98% of the episode. Hang on tight, and let's jump into a new voicemail. Steven, we've got a voicemail, and just a quick reminder, anyone out there listening, if you have questions for us that you want us to answer on the show, feel free to go to adbadger.com slash voicemail, uh, where you can drop us a line through SpeakPipe. So, Steven, let's actually play this voicemail from Seth. Here we go. Hey, guys. Loving the podcast. Loving all the information. I'm probably a small to medium-sized advertiser. Uh, I have my own brand and spend 6000 right now. A month, of course, I'd like it to be 10 or 20, you know, as soon as I scale up. But the question I have is about peeling, sticking, and blocking. And the problem I have on some of these, this is a new concept that maybe I did the first time a month ago. And on some of mine, what happens is I'll break out my exact match keyword. Let's say it's Badger. I'll put Badger in its own uh, single campaign. I've been trying that. And then uh, I'll even put a higher bid in the single in the new campaign than I was doing on my auto campaign just to kind of get the juices flowing and try to get it working. Um, but weeks will go by and I won't get any impressions on that that new campaign with the keyword and the higher bid. And so my question is, you know, what's a guy to do in this scenario? Do I say, you know, this has a bad quality score for some reason, this campaign, and do I just cancel it and start a new one or do I up my bids until something happens? What do you recommend in that case? Um, it's a little annoying because I worry that I'm going to miss out uh, on that keyword in my auto campaign because I blocked it there, but now, so I lost, you know, that this good keyword and my new campaign is not pick on Slack. All right. That's all I've got guys. All right. Thanks. Alrighty, Steven, we got Seth. He wrote in, and this is actually a problem that we've seen before. Uh, you know, what are we to do when we've done RPSB? And by the way, if you are unfamiliar with this RPSB, this is the first time you've heard it. We've covered it on the show quite a bit. Uh, so feel free just to go to Google and type in RPSB Amazon. You'll find our posts and videos and podcasts talking about it. So what are we to do here? Stephen, what's your first reaction when he's done the RPSB you know, he's done the right way. It was performing. And now all of a sudden this weird thing is happening where the new ad group, the new campaign, the new place where this keyword lives is just not getting any impressions. What do, what's going on through your head here? Yeah. So yeah, to break it down is he took the converting search terms from his auto campaign, started targeting those with exact match keywords, but he, he's just not seeing the same performance. He's not getting conversions on it. Um, even though he was in the auto campaign and even though he's trying to bid higher in this new campaign, uh, he just can't seem to get the juices flowing. Yeah. Um, he's actually saying that he's not getting any impressions on this new campaign. Yeah. Um, and so the question is, you know, what's a guy to do in this situation? And there's quite a few things. Um, you know, I'd really love to like hop on a phone call with this uh, this gentleman and, and, you know, ask a few more questions because there's some more info I want to pick at, um, a lot more things to like kind of consider. But just given this consideration, um, just given the info that we have, uh, the top kind of things I would look at are, um, 
Um, yeah, one thing we were talking about was is actually double checking that search term report. I mean, even though you took your converting search terms, were you getting a lot of impressions on that search term? Or was that like a long tail search term that you got like a few impressions on, you happens to get one click, one conversion? Um, so is that, I would just want to double check um, that this was like a high trafficking search term. Um, the other thing that I would, you know, want to think through is, because it seems very strange that you would suddenly get no impressions whatsoever on this keyword if there's no other like keywords or auto campaigns in your account that could potentially be stealing those impressions. That is why we mm-hmm. recommend the B portion of RPSB and block it out. You could have yeah. other. I mean, it can even it can even be like a stray phrase match that's stealing it from. Yeah, phrase you know, match, a broad realizing. match. Yeah, I would want to download your search report and be like, "Am I getting impressions on this specific search query? And what are my targets that are picking that up? Are those broad match? Are those autos? You know, is there something else that's picking up these impressions? Um, so those are the, those are the first two questions I would want to think through. Uh, what about you, Mike? Yeah, definitely confirming that it is, in fact, an anomaly. Uh, so, you know, checking how many impressions it normally got. Maybe it, it receives, you know, only 100 impressions a month. And, you know, that's only about three impressions a day. So if it's gone on average, so if it's gone a couple of days without an impression, maybe it's not too big of a deal because it doesn't have that many impressions per day. So I would look at data levels. Once I would rule that out, then I would confirm if there's any other interfering targeting, just like you mentioned. Um And beyond that, I would then start to get into this strange world of PPC, which I sometimes call like superstitious PPC or supernatural PPC, where things behave not as they should or not as expected um, due to some quirk inside Amazon's platform. So it is possible, you know... uh, he mentioned in the voicemail, is it some kind of strange quality score thing? Uh, potentially, right? And that's that's kind of like supernatural PPC where there's no report, there's no area where you can like look that up definitively and say, yes, this is exactly why here it is. It was a momentum thing. You know, existing things generally have more momentum than new things. Um, so if I had to, you know, guess, hey, there's an existing campaign that was spending $100 a day for a year with this keyword, if you turn that off and create a brand new campaign with that exact same keyword, the exact same bid, exact same budget, same everything, I would expect it to get slightly less because it's starting from scratch. And this is kind of this weird, inexplainable thing where it's not really mentioned, uh, but in general, you know, could that be something here? Maybe. uh, Yeah, you said- I I wouldn't necessarily. Mm -hmm. You said you would expect it. You know, if you just literally just duplicated a campaign, paused the old one or ran the new one, you said you would expect it to like not get as much traffic and not perform as well. Logically, that makes no sense. Logically, if if it's the exact same thing, it should be the exact same. But this is something that Amazon doesn't report on, but we've just seen it happen over and over and over again. And this is where like the superstition comes in. Um, But the concept of like keyword momentum or campaign momentum, and Amazon seems to reward the keywords or the campaigns that have just have a little bit more of a legacy to them, a little bit more history to them um, to perform well um, and to like sort of favor them. So that is, I guess, um, you know, we've talked about- A consideration. Yeah, and and I think the RPSB, like I still stand by it, but that is a a method that we'll probably have to do like a 2.0 cover of that sometime in 2020 and kind of talk about like, 
just some special considerations like momentum and how that factors in. Um, so you may experience like, because we've seen sort of like momentum kind of, and history seems to play into it, um, campaign performance, RPSB at the end of the day, like you do, you don't just want to run auto campaigns forever. Like you do want to peel out converting search terms and target those with exact match keywords. However, um, before you just go and like nuke all your converting search terms with negative keywords from all your auto campaigns, um, we have like suggested in the past waiting at least like a week or two weeks of overlapping and letting your new campaign sort of build up some momentum while your auto campaign is still going and then like basically delay that negative keyword process by a week or two uh, and just provide that overlap, basically give it some training wheels um, before you add the negative keywords. Right. Which again, logically makes no sense. Like why would this even be a consideration? Um, but it is something to consider, especially if, uh, you know, the impression count was low because even if there was a slight throttling of the new keyword, if the click volume per day is low, then it can be a pretty big deal. You know, going from maybe two clicks a day to zero clicks a day is not an unreasonable thing. Mm -hmm. um, so that might be something to think about. So confirm it's an anomaly, try not to, you know, maybe give it some overlap time where you do put the new keyword in uh, and you without blocking it. So it's like RPS and then wait and then block. Uh, so that is one consideration that, uh, you know, like you mentioned, we'll probably publish in a 2.0, yeah. RPSB 2.0. RPS wait B. No doubt. Say that acronym. RPSWB. <laughs> When we were coming up with the RPSB acronym, we really wanted something that you can just say, like a word, like scuba, uh, which we couldn't think of, RPSB, because it's like all consonants. Yeah. Maybe in fine. a 2.0 we can... We switch it up. And now we get... Right. And now we tell people, like, just Google RPSB Amazon. That's, couldn't it. change it up now. Right. So Seth, great, 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 great question. Thank you so much for it. Uh, and anyone else who has questions like this, they want us to play on the show, feel free to jump over to adbadger.com slash voicemail. Be a part of the show. It's not bad. It's pretty fun. Uh, and let's jump in to our next segment, a data-driven approach to Amazon PPC in December. Okay, Stephen. December. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Cyber Monday. We talked about Black Friday. That's over. Now we are knee deep into December and there's a few considerations. I don't think this will be a massively long episode from here on out, but I do think there's some considerations that people should think about when looking forward in December mm -hmm. and when sort of the, what kind of trending up and down should they expect. And in case people are curious, this data is actually coming from AdBadger's 2018 data. Uh, you know, AdBadger was a younger company back then. Uh, we had a smaller sample size. Uh, we also had probably newer Amazon advertisers who were, um, you know, generally newer at the time. Um, so the averages that we publish in our stats post, you know, if you're typing in average ACOS on Amazon, you'll find us say different things there than back here because we update those averages with our newer data. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be looking back at December data. Uh, we've done some, some massaging of the data to help it reflect what is uh, probably more representative, um, but it is based off our user data. Right. So we actually have... I think, that's a, I think that's a good disclaimer. Our user data has doubled... Um, from this year to last year. 
Um, so moving mm-hmm. forward, you know, our data is just going to get better and better um, you right. know, as we grow. But I mean, this is still uh, this is still useful stuff. Um, yeah, we've been using right. this data for analyzing Prime Day performance, uh, for analyzing Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And now we're looking at just December. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we said we were going to create a se- separate episode about December. And uh, this is it. Uh, so we're kind of just trying right. to help you guys navigate the uh, the waters of Christmas and Hanukkah and everything that happens in December. Um, the waters of Christmas. That's beautiful. That's poetic, dude. Thanks, man. Got a little, nice. uh, got a little John Milton in me. So nice. <laughs> or Shell Silver, Shell Silverstein. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's jump in, uh, Stephen. Uh, if we go through sort of metric by metric, working our way from you know some more common metrics like impressions, working our way up to a cost metrics, uh, let's let's first start by general trend of December. What is the general trend, even, you know, metric, non-specific? How does December just behave? So if we're looking at the average traffic uh, per day for December, um, sort of just like for the whole month of December, what's like the average daily traffic that we see a day, um, especially per user, it is bigger than Cyber Monday. Um, on average, the whole month of December is actually bigger than Cyber Monday and Black Friday, um, which was actually pretty revealing. But the more I thought about it, um, Mike, I didn't do any, I didn't purchase anything on Cyber Monday or Black Friday or Cyber Weekend. I didn't purchase anything. Did you purchase anything online? I did not. I came really close, but I did not. We did not. And yet my Christmas shopping is not done for, for my family and gifts that I'm getting for friends. Not like, even close. Like I haven't bought anything yet. So you better believe I'm going to start shopping uh, now that it's December and, and I'm a procrastinator and it's the yeah. procrastinators fact, of this world. Go ahead. <laughs> in fact, I think Cyber Monday, Black Friday has become a day for like yourself. Like, what do I want? It, like, let true, me see. Absolutely. And dude, I actually believe that the things that Amazon suggests to you, um, so like there was a moment the day after Thanksgiving or like me and family just sitting around opening up the Amazon mobile app uh, and just sort of me being the person that I am going around to the other members of my family being like, what is it? What does your Amazon app look like today? And what does my Amazon app look like today? The It's customizing it for me, the individual, it's like customizing it for you, the person. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, it it was suggesting a lot of like tech and like build your own computer stuff. Uh, Cause like, that's something that I want to do. And like, I've been looking at a lot of stuff like that. Right. So it's like suggesting things specific to me. Um, Sure. There were some general things that are maybe just so popular for everyone, but for the most part, like I, I think and this, you know, small sample size, just the two of us, I didn't like survey loads of people, but I think Black Friday, Cyber Monday is like a day to like buy stuff that you want for sale. Right. (laughs) It's definitely, right. It's definitely impulsive buying. Um, you're basically just looking at deals and just buying stuff and you might be buying gifts. Um, but November is more like, you know, it's, or sorry, December is more like you have your Christmas list of, you know, people's wish lists and now you're shopping. Um, and right. you're going to continue to shop through, through the weekends. Um, right. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> and plus throughout the year, one person will probably buy things just for themselves. Maybe somebody's birthday, maybe on black Friday, maybe they're getting one or two extra things than they normally get, but 
we're, you're buying gifts for, you know, a dozen plus people potentially on the, in the month of December. Mm-hmm. So like right off the bat, I think that is the most interesting thing about the entire month of December is that the average day in December is actually bigger than Black Friday, Cyber Monday, yeah. which is crazy. Um, and yeah, and now Mike, here's a, here's a great question. Does every day of December have the same performance? Yes. So this is the other general trend. Uh, no, not every day in December has the same level of performance. Uh, meaning November, I'm sorry, December is stacked on a certain time frame, a critical time, I dare say, in December is the reason why it's so much bigger, is the reason why, you know, this is the problem with averages, right? So if you take a look at the average day in December, that's going to be beating Black Friday, Cyber Monday. But that average of December is pushed by just sort of a 10-ish day period uh, where it's so much better than average. Uh, We haven't run this number. We haven't compared these sort of 10, how many days is this? We haven't really compared the sort of 10, 11, 12 day period versus the yearly average. But I, I may say this might be the biggest 10 day streak of all year where like everything is just going bonkers yeah. in terms of sales rolling in. And so if you really want to take advantage of, you know, this, this data and these stats, um, cause it's really easy to just be like, Hey, December, um, increase all your bids, increase all your budgets. It's holiday craziness. And go for that. However, we did notice a big difference um, between like conversion rates and ACOS. Um, I would probably say from a week to week basis. So um, to kind of break it down for you here, it essentially comes down to you know the first week of December, um, and then the yeah I guess like the four different weeks of December: um, the beginning week, the middle two weeks, and then finally Christmas week plus New Year's. Uh, and essentially it is those middle two weeks, those 10 to 14 days where we see the most traffic happen, uh, the most conversion rate or the, sorry, the best conversion rates. And as a result of that, the lowest, uh, ACOS. Um, so, so let's start breaking it down. Uh, we'll talk about sort of the first week, what we see there, uh, and then those middle two weeks and then what we see during the final week of like, you know, the end of the year, everything like that. But, uh, um, Mike, what do we see during those first sort of seven days uh, of December? Mm-hmm. So inside the first week of December, it's fairly average. So, you know, we, we talked about, you know, there's a two-week section uh, that make December so great. It is not the first week. Uh, the first week is, is good. Uh, it's, again, average day in December is pretty strong anyway. And it's good based off that average. Uh, but the first week, we are looking at a pretty typical December day. Uh, it is not the most exciting part just yet. And from a personal experience, I haven't done any Christmas shopping yet. <laughs> so like we're in this sort of like post-Thanksgiving Christmas like shopping lull almost. Right. Still better than average. Like it's still December. However, the most people are procrastinating if they're shopping on Amazon, most likely. So that it hasn't really kicked into high gear right. just yet in the first week of December. Yeah, I think a lot of people they are uh, they're recovering from like the turkey hangover. Um, they are you know just getting off the Cyber Monday craze of shopping. 
probably going out and starting to like, you know, get Christmas trees and, you know, set up for December, do like all those decorations, put up Christmas lights. They're probably doing that during the first week of December. Um, and then you start getting into like, after like December 10th, um, things really start picking up. Um, right. People are traveling for Thanksgiving and now they're back to work and they're like, man, can I get a week break of spending money for a second? Right. I mean, this is the 5th of December that we're recording this and Mike, you are, you just got back from visiting family in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So, um, so the point is like from, from this point on now is the time to, that people are going to start shopping. Um, speaking of New Jersey, I wonder if people would still listen to this podcast if I had the same Jersey accent as my family, where I would drink the coffee and walk the dog. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Uh, I don't know your family had that accent. They do. It's hilarious. Uh, so that's the first week. The next two weeks, we should probably clump together, Stephen. So walk us through what happens in the next two weeks. So the next two weeks, so to kind of give some hard data, um, on December 1st, 2018, uh, with our user base, we saw an average conversion rate of about 8.36%. If you are an Amazon, uh, sorry, if you're a longtime listener of the podcast, or if you followed our stats post, you know, the average conversion rate on Amazon is about nine to 10%. So on the 1st of December, uh, which, what was that back then? That was a Saturday. Um, 8.36%. So like it's not bad, but it's definitely, it's, uh, just for the month of December that is rated at a th almost 14% less or 14% worse than average conversion rate for the month of December. Uh, it does peak out in December. The highest conversion rate that we see goes up to 10.7%. So you're going from 8.3 to 10.7. Um, so that's sort of the swing as far as conversion rates are concerned. Um, that also is certainly reflected in ACOS, which we'll come back to in a second here. Um, but yeah, after the 10th of December, that's when conversion rates from the 10th up until the 21st, conversion rates stay above 10%. So on the on the 1st of December, it starts around like low 8%. It climbs up to nine. By the time the 10th hits, it stays above 10% for the for the whole next uh, 11 days. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in terms of like points, you know, going from an average of mid eight, like 8.5 to 10, you know, while that might only be 1.5 points, that's actually a pretty significant percentage based jump. Um, you know, one percentage point when you're at 10 is 10% movement. So to go from, you know, 10% plus to mid eights, is actually a pretty significant jump. Right. Um, so in these second two weeks, this is where things are on fire. So sort of from December 10th to December 9th, all the way up until December 21st, that is when sales are basically going gangbusters, where compared to the average day in December, we're talking, you know, 7.2% higher, 9% higher, 7% higher, 5% higher, 10% higher, 7% higher, 6%, 9% mm -hmm. higher. So every single, uh, you know, every single day during this sort of the 9th, 10th, all the way until the 21st, these are all above average days for the month of December. And this is where December gets its high average anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's this time frame that is where things are going gangbusters. Now, the it, same thing with the ACOS too. That's where the ACOS is doing a lot better than average. You know, we're looking at 13% 
below average, so lower is better. So 13% below average, 14% below average, 13%, 6%, 8%, 1%, 9%, 10%. Everything is below average during these peak two weeks. Um, now, I want to touch on some strategy and techniques here, Stephen. You know, we sort of echo this a lot, but what should one do when they are expecting a time period with better ACOSs than average better conversion rates per average and you know what should we be thinking about here yeah great question so if you really want to milk this data for all it's worth and get the best possible performance out of your campaigns in december um, this would be the advice that i would give you Um, rather than just running a december wide hey let's just go crazy it's big spend big budgets really i would create a separate campaign um, just for the uh, those two weeks leading up to Christmas. Actually, let me see. What would that be in December 2019? Um, yeah, so I guess... So this episode uh, will be going live on the 11th of December, and that would be the time to... When you hear this episode on Wednesday, that's the day to really kick things into high gear. And you're going to want to run that for about a week and a half up until the 21st or 22nd. Uh, and then... And then kind of go back to your normal sort of. So I guess there would be there would be two different, um, I guess campaign strategies that you would have. You would have your broader general like holidays where it's like kind of going from November through like January fifth, which is just in general slightly bigger bids and budgets. Um, but then you definitely want to have a separate strategy just for like Cyber Weekends that you push really hard, and then definitely. Um, those two weeks or week and a half leading up to Christmas. In this case, it would be the 11th till the 21st, um, at which point we see a lot of people in those final few days, but up until Christmas, um, I think a lot of people have gotten their shopping done. Um, a lot of people are now starting to Their travel. shipping isn't going to reach people. Yeah, their shipping is right. not going to reach people by Christmas anyway. Yeah, so I mean, there's still traffic happening on the day, but I mean, it might be people just ordering things like, uh, you know, knife blocks or whatever, just things to like make dinner on Christmas or just mm-hmm. like things like that, but not necessarily, it's not the holiday shopping craze. Um, that definitely drops off, um, after like the 21st. So I would just run right. some intense campaigns, um, urge, or, or I guess intensify your campaigns from the 11th to the 21st when conversion rates are significantly higher, a cost is significantly lower. So even though your spend is going up, your cost per click is going up your uh, total return on your investment is going to be higher during those days, so it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. So if that is the middle of December, the trailing part of December, the last week is when things, similar to the first week in December, uh, are going to be weaker than expected uh, to the point where, you know, compared to an average day in an average day in December, it's actually going to jump up 15% worse than the average mm-hmm. day in December, 24% worse than the average day in December. I mean, Christmas Day on the 25th, the A cost for that day was 24% worse than the average day of December. So just right. that was actually the, yeah, as far as A cost is concerned, Christmas Day was the worst A cost mm-hmm. um, for the month, averaging at 47%. Um, when the monthly average was 38. So yeah, 24% right. higher so for, than average. Mm-hmm. Right. And the whole sort of last week of December sort of follows a similar pattern, not as extreme as Christmas Day, but still worse than the average. So from a actual nuts and bolts optimization strategy, when we are going into 
sort of December 10th, December 11th, December 12th, like those are the, that's when the peak begins. And then a couple of days before Christmas, that's when the peak drops off mm-hmm. and is done. So from a bid strategy perspective, going in there and bidding more aggressively to be sure that you can soak up more of that high converting traffic that has to be at the top of your list. And then being sure that the bids are scaled back going into, you know, December 23rd, I'm sorry, December 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, uh, so that they remain a little bit lower for the rest of December until sort of January stabilizes itself again. Um, you know, one of the easiest ways to do that is with a bulk file, um, you know, get in there, jump in, change your bids. Uh, if anyone out there is using some kind of optimization tool, uh, you can manage your target ACOS. Uh, so if you're targeting a certain ACOS, you'll want to sort of increase it. So you want it to get more aggressive during, you know, December 10th to December about 21st, you want to be more aggressive on those days. So you want to bid with at a higher ACOS, you want to like act as if you, you want to be even more aggressive. So generally, if you tell something, I want a higher ACOS, it will give you a higher bid. Mm-hmm. And then during the trailing parts, the last week of the month, you want to scale it down. So you want to sort of lower your bids. Mm-hmm. So that means targeting a lower ACOS if that's uh, the type of optimization tool that you're using. Um, so you could use a bulk file to manually control all this. Uh, and at the very least, if you don't use bulk files and you don't use any kind of optimization tool, you'll want to get in there and manually, you know, uh, sort of adjust your bids to take advantage of that high converting period in the middle of the month and then take uh, advantage of lower cost per clicks during the weaker converting parts of the month toward the end. Right. And one final sort of piece of advice that I would offer just from looking at this data is um, the two most important days of December are the 17th and 15th, or sorry, the 17th and 18th, which are uh, just one, that is like, it is one week away from Christmas. Um, and those are the two days that, at least for, from this data, the average impressions per user jumped to over 60,000 on those two days. And those are the only two days in the month of December where the average impressions, average impressions per user went over 60,000. Um, just for reference on Black Friday, um, the average impressions per user was 57,000. So it increases by, f- so those two days go over the average traffic on Amazon by 14%. Um, for those two days, those were also the two days when conversion rates were at their peaks, when ACOSs were just extremely low. Um, overall spend and sales were at their highest on those uh, those few days. So those are really the ones that you really want to hammer in on. Um, the, the days that are just a week before Christmas, those are the most important. Um, so go ham. Right. So what do we learn here, Stephen? Most people are procrastinators. Uh, so we need to modify our ads to account for all these procrastinators out there. Absolutely. And uh, don't overspend on the days, like uh, on the very first week of December and the very last week. Don't overspend there. That'll give you more, uh, more room to really go crazy on the days that matter in the middle of the month. Right. Uh, and, you know, sometimes people say like, oh, you know, my ads aren't as effective during this time. Should I go and scale down budgets? I would definitely say bids are a lot more important because when the conversion rates are lower in the last week of the month and when the A costs are higher in the last week of the month, if you bid 
with smaller, like if, if all of your bids are a little bit lower, then you can help offset any A cost increase that you might incur during that time frame. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Optimize for the procrastinators, everybody. Hey, everybody, it's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, We actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, And if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you and we'll see you next episode.